This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. Afrelechen Adar. As we continue in Mesechta Yevamais. The Gemara on Daflamatesam Bay is quoted a Brisa that says, Yevama Yavai Aleha Mitzvah. The Pasuk Yevama Yavai Aleha teaches me it's a mitzvah. Originally it was Mutter. She became Asr. She reverts back to her Heter. I would think she reverts back to her Heter. Tamiloimar Mitzvah. There are two ways of learning this Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi and Rava. Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi says this fits into Abashol. Originally, you, were, you could have lived with this woman. You could have lived with her for beauty or for marriage or for whatever reason you wanted. Then she became also when your brother married her. Then she becomes mutter again. I would think that you could live with her l'shem no, noi. No, mitzvah. You have to do it l'shem mitzvah. Mitzvah is teaching you what kind of kavana to have. Rava says, there's another way to read this. Even according to the Rabbana it can be read. Originally, she, she had a heter. You could marry her. But you didn't have to marry her. Then she became asr. So you would think, you could marry her or you don't have to. Sigmar says, what do you mean? She's zakuk to you. No, I would think either you could do yibam or chalitza, tamad loimar, that yibam is preferable. So now the Gemara is going to examine the reisha of the b'risa to see if it fits better into Rav Yitzchik Bar Abdimi uh, understanding the seifa as Abishol or Rav understanding the seifa as Rabbanan. Eima Reisha, mitzvahs, matzahs, teyacha b'makam kadash. You should eat the matzah in a holy place. This is talking about the carbon mincha, that once the koimetz of the mincha was taken off, then the koihanim eat the matzahs. Matzahs, teyacha b'makam kadash. Mitzvah. Because it already says the leftover of the mincha should be eaten. Now in the beginning, before the flour was sanctified... Originally it was mutter. Nesra, when it was hukdash, it became asr. Vahutra, and then through the burning of the koimets, it becomes mutter again. I would think it should revert back to its original heter. Matzah should be eaten in a holy place. From here we learn mitzvah. We, um, from here we learn mitzvah. Says the Gemara, this fits much better in Tarava than Rabbi Yitzchak ben Baravdimi. Bishlam al-Rava, Bishlam according to Rava, Amar Hamani Rabbanon he. Bishlam according to Rava, who says that the b'risa of the safe is Rabbanon. So then the Reisha is read as follows. Hacha hachi kamar. This is how you read the Reisha. Originally, it was mutter. You want to eat it, eat it. You don't want to eat it, don't eat it. Nesra, it became asr. Chazra v'hutra. Yachal tachsel aterarisha, and you could eat it, you don't have to. Ratsa achal ratsa enachal. Sigma ratsa enachla. Would I really think you don't have to eat it? Vaksiv. They should eat it, those that bring atonement. 
meaning eat it so that the Balim get Kapara. There's an idea that when the Kohanim eat the Mincha, the Balim get Kapara. So what do you mean you would think you could eat it? If they want, they could eat it. If they don't want, they don't have to eat it. But it says, From here we learn that the Kohanim eat and the Baal, the Balim are Meskaper. I would think the Kain who did the Avoidah, he could eat it, or a different Kain could eat it. So, Kamash Malon, Tamad Loimar, therefore the Brisa comes to teach, Matzos Teachu Makam Kadosh Mitzvah, it's a Mitzvah to eat it. This is precisely parallel to the way Rava understands the Seifa in the Rabbanon. You would think you could do Yibamor Chalitza, just like in the beginning. You could have married her, or you didn't have to. Tamad Loimar, that it's uh, Yibam is preferable here too. Tamad Loimar, it's preferable for the Kain who did the Avodah to eat it. However, Ella, the Rabbi Yitzhak Baravdimi, who learns that the Seifa is Abishol, and I would think you could do Yibam L'Shem Noi or L'Shem Mitzvah, and the Chiddush is you should do it with the right Kavana, but uh, so how is that? How can that be paralleled by a carbon mincha? El Rabbi What two kinds of eatings are there? So you say, what do you mean what two kinds? I would think you could eat the mincha because you're hungry, or you could eat the mincha l'shem shemayim. The same two kinds of ways of doing yibum. You could do it l'shem her beauty, or you could do it. For the for the mitzvah, why can't you have the same thing by the carbon mincha? Look at Toysus, second Toysus. Check out this Toysus. The lekalameimar ratzal l'shem sudaych l'ratzal l'shem mitzvah. Because why in the world would you have to be mechavin l'shem mitzvah when it comes to eating the mincha? Say, so what do you mean? The same way you have to be mechavin l'shem mitzvah when it comes to yibam? No. Ba'yibum, where there is an inherent isr of Eishasach. So you could think that there's a reason you have to, if you're going to do it, you got to do L'Shem Mitzvah. But the carbon Mincha has no inherent isr. And therefore, why would you think, uh, why would you need to do it L'Shem Mitzvah? Elamai v'chitema ratzo l'teyavainoich Maybe like this. I would think you could eat the Mincha when you're hungry, with an appetite. Or I would think you could completely uh Gorge yourself. Uh, I use the word gorge. I'm reminded of the story that um, somebody once heard another individual say the expression S H U T U P. And they went to ask Rav Palm whether that was considered uh, Devray Navala. So they didn't really have the courage to say the word straight out. So they went to Rav Palm. I think Rabbi Reisman says this over, he went to Rapam and he said, you know, there's a word that's not really so nice, that's uh, not respectful, are we allowed to say it? Rapam said, you mean like the word fress? And Rapam said, no, you shouldn't say that word. And uh, so, I guess maybe gorge is better, only because nobody uses it. But uh, um, I have a nice shot in, in this uh, Lagabe Purim. But anyway... Maybe the two kinds of eating are If you want, you can eat it for appetite. If you want, you can eat it 
um, achilagasa, which is uh, gorging, which is F-R-E-S-S-I-N-G, ing. Um, achilas. So, and the chidosh is, when it comes to the mincha, you have to eat l'shem te'ava. And says the Gemara, why would I think you could eat it achilagasa? Achilagasa is not considered eating. Ba'amar reish ha'oichal achilagasa, someone who eats achilagasa, b'yam ha'kipurim, Pater If you stuff yourself on Yom Kippur, you go to all you could eat. That's why I'm not, uh, I don't know, I'm not a big uh, fan, to say the least. I think it's rather disgusting to go to a place where it's all you could eat. I don't love restaurants. I'm not a, uh, I don't like the whole thing. Okay, sometimes you're, you gotta, you're somewhere, you gotta eat something. So you go to a store and you eat. But all you could eat, it's like a, uh, it's like you're going there for the express purpose of eating achilagasa. Anyway, but that's my unsolicited advice. Sorry. But the Gemara says, why would I think you could eat achilagasa? Achilagasa is not called eating. You're allowed to eat achilagasa. If you eat achilagasa in Yom Kippur, you're pater. That's not called, uh, that's not called someone who didn't afflict themselves. This person afflicted themselves. So I'll tell you over, Geshmak Achsam Soifer. I saw this once in a Sefer Chaim Sheish Bahem. I'm not so positive Chassam Sefer actually says it, but I did see him quoted as saying it, and now's a good time to say it over, if there was that ever. Chassam Sefer asks, why is there a mitzvah to eat Achila Gasa on Purim? I highly doubt that Chassam Sefer ever said this, since there is no mitzvah to eat Achila Gasa on Purim. But that's the question. Why is there a mitzvah to eat Achila Gasa on Purim? I saw this in a Sefer again, uh, I doubt that Chassam Sefer actually said this. And the answer is, we know that the Avera Klai Yisrael did, it was they were nanner from the Sud of Achashirosh. Ask Sam Soifer, what Avera was it to be nanner from the Sud of Achashirosh? Their lives were on the line. When the king says to come to a party, you come to the party. Says Sam Soifer, the chait was, they should have eaten to capacity before, so that any morsel of food they put in their mouth is rendered achila gasa, and it would not be considered achila. So the chait in the time of the Sud of Achashirosh was, they didn't eat achila gasa. To be in that chet, on Purim you do all you could eat. And you eat achilagasa to be in that chet. Now again, I'm not vouching that the Chassam Sefer said that, although uh, I saw this many years ago, and when I was younger I loved to say over that Vartaira. But um, this is the side of the Gemara. Achilagasa is not considered um, achila. Says the Gemara, Ela ratza matza oichla ratza chametz oichla. I would think that you could eat the leftover of the mincha as unleavened, or you could eat it as leavened. Therefore, it says matzah is teachel, but makayim kadosh that you have to eat it as matzah. Says Gemara, why in the world would you think you could eat it as chametz? That doesn't make sense. The pasuk says explicitly, don't eat the remainder as chametz. Even the remainder you shouldn't eat as chametz. I would think you could eat it either as matzah, baked in an oven, or you could eat it scalded. What's scalded? It could be they make bagels this way, although I'm not an expert. How do they make bagels? Any uh, bakers here? Chefs? Bagel makers? Ah, is that an acknowledgement that you're a bagel maker? Not lavdafka. No, but okay, so they boil it. Is that scalding it? I guess. Is that chalot? Is a bagel chalot? Yeah? Okay, so let's say that. That chalot is you basically, you boil. 
They wait till it rises. Uh-huh. So I guess you could technically scald it and then bake it and not and, and not become chametz, right? So says the Gemara. I would think you could eat it as uh, as scalded um, or just as regular matzah. Says the Gemara like this: What's what's scold? What kind of scolding are we dealing with? If it's matzah, you should be allowed to do it because it's matzah. In other words, what kind of scolding is this? If it remains matzah, it should be mutter. If it's chametz, then it should be aser. So what do you mean, I would think you could eat it, chalot, talmud loimar, you can't. Says the Gemara, Really, scolding is matzah. So then, why can't you eat it? Because the Torah says you need matzah matzah. You need classic matzah, traditional matzah. And it maybe it's halachic matzah, but it's not r- regular matzah. So since it's not regular matzah, you're not allowed to. <clears throat> That's why the Torah says, matzah is teochel, to indicate that you do it in a regu- you have to eat in a regular way. So now the Gemara asks, regarding what halacha do we say that it's halachically matzah, just in this case you can't eat it. Regarding what do we say it's matzah? That which we say, if it's scolded, it's matzah, regarding what halacha is it matzah? It says the Gemara, Loimar, it's to teach you, that a person could be yoytze, his chiv, a matzah, with bagel matzah. Now, when um, these ma- these bagels they sell in the stores on Pesach, those are not bagel matzahs. Those are called potato starch bagels. There, I don't think there's any flour in them. You know, um, those things are the year you eat them and they stay in you until the next Pesach. But um, what the Gemara is talking about over here is, I guess, like Rav Nassim said, that you you scalded it while it's still ri- before it rises, and then you bake it. Actually, by the way, you know, there's a machlokes rishayim. Maybe we'll get into this if we could, if we could figure this out. Whether you have to bake it at all. Look at Tosis. We're going to go for it. Tosis bottom Tosis says kivin the hadi. Why? Look at the look at the Gemara. Even though you scolded in the beginning, since you later baked in oven, it's called the poor man's bread. So we're already yeah, So here we go. So the Gemara seems to say that if you scold flour and you bake it, it's matzah. You can't eat it, they can't eat the mincha that way, but it's a uh, matzah. Says Toysis, I, the Gemara Msachim says, Lechem Oini says, not scalded. There you didn't bake it, but if you bake it, it's Lechem Oini. Then Toysis says, Vahoidom Rabbeinotam. The Hasan Bakhalat Gadal Dumya Da Ashisha. 
There, it's not lechem oini, not because you scalded it, but because you, because it's big. So according to the second answer of Toysus, you could you could eat matzah on Pesach if it's cooked, even if it's not baked. You hear this, Maisa? You hear this story? You can eat bagels on Pesach, according to the second answer of Toysus. You don't even have to bake it. Basically, it's macaroni. That's not leaven. Inami, there it's a very thick kneading. Here it's a soft kneading. Kagoin sufganim. So now Toysus holds you can eat jelly donuts on Pesach. Very interesting Toysus. Toysus has three answers why you could eat this matzah. Either because you baked it, and then Toysus gives two answers even if you just cooked it, you, how you could eat it on Pesach. Okay. Says the Holy Mishnah. We're now going to talk about the bro that does chalitza. We know that uh, the brother that does yibum, actually, it's not for certain, but uh, I think most of you probably thought that the brother does yibum inherits the deceased. No? You thought that? Tell me you thought that. You thought that, right. So we're going to see it's not so pashat. But the brother who does chalitza does not inherit the brother. The brother that does chalitza, he's like one of the brothers. Now the point being, he doesn't lose his share. He's still, he still retains a, a piece of the action in terms of if... He splits the, the brother's estate with the other brothers. He doesn't lose it all. He gets a piece of it. Lenachala for inheritance. But if there's a father, the father is the first Yoresh. A father inherits his son before the other brothers inherit the, the son. He inherits the share of the brother. I think that's what we all thought. It says, uh, No, something like that. It says, so I think we, we uh, thought that if you do Yibam, you, you Yarshan. Not only that, according to the Tanakama, if the father dies, the Yavam gets two shares. He gets his own and he gets the deceased. It's not unanimous. Rabbi Huda Oymer ben kach, ben kach, ab Rabbi Huda says, no. If you do Yibam, you don't get anything if there's a father. If there's a father there, the father inherits his son. Not only that, if the father dies, the Yavam only gets one share, he does not get the deceased share in the father. Says the Holy Gemara, Pshita, it's Pashat, if you do Chalitza, you still, you still, says the Gemara, I would have thought, Chalitza, Makam Yivam Kaima. That Chalitza is in the place of Yivam, so maybe you should get everything. The Nishkol Kuli and you should inherit everything. Komashmalon! No, you don't inherit. Chalitza is not Makamibam. So, according to this, the Chidush is Harehu only Ke'achem and Achem. And you don't get more. So, if the point is you don't get more, it should say, Harehu Ke'achem and Achem. It shouldn't say you are like one of them. That implies it's trying to give you more. Not that it's trying to say you get less. 
So he says, says Gemara, Sagdah Chamina, Hov Ifsadam Yibam Lekinse. Taka, we're trying to give him more because you might have thought that since by giving chalitza you made the woman lose out on yibum, we should knas the guy and he should not get anything. Kamashmola. Says the Gemara, Im Yeshamav, if there's a father. The Amar Mar, the master said, Av Koydim The father comes before all the inheritors. If you do Yibam, Tanakama holds that you get uh, the deceased's share. You inherit the deceased. You take the place of the brother. And he's taken the place. Says the Gemore, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Omer, Ule, Halacha, Rabbi Yehuda. Ula said that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. <coughs> That you don't inherit the brother. Ula said the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. V'chein amar Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha. Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha says the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. V'amar Ula. Ula said v'tem Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha. My time to Rabbi Yehuda. D'chsev v'haya habachar asher teleid. It compares the yavam to the bachar. Right? We read the passage v'haya bachar. The oldest brother asher teleid that causes to give birth so we say kibachar, ma bachar ein loy ab. Just like the bachar does not inherit anything if the dad is alive, av hainami. So to this guy also, the yavam, ein loy ab. He doesn't inherit anything if the father is alive. The fact that we compare a yavam to a bachar indicates that he does not yarshin if the father is alive. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, if if the reason why he doesn't inherit. The deceased is because he's like a Bechar. Then we should say he's really like a Bechar. And when the father dies, he should get a double shear. Why does Rabbi Yehuda say he does not get a double shear? Hachi says, If a Bechar takes double after the death of the father, This guy should also take double after the death of the father. Says the Gemara, Midi Yakum Hashem Aviv Ksiv. Does it say he should be established by the name of his father? He doesn't. It doesn't say Yakum Hashem Aviv. It says Yakum Hashem Achiv. The Torah never awarded him a share in his father's estate. Yakum Hashem Achiv Ksiv. V'loy Hashem Aviv. Now the Gemara has a wonderful question. If in the pasuk of Yibam, which implies that he inherits the brother. Now, according to uh, Rabbi Huda, he only inherits the brother if the, there's no father. So, in that case, maybe you should only do Yibam when there's no father. But if there's a father, you don't do Yibam. Because if Yibam is dependent on Nachala, and Nachala is only possible if there's no father. Maybe there's only a mitzvah of Yibam if there's no father. Maybe we should say where there's no father to take the nachala, so the mitzvah of Yibam could be fulfilled. If there is a father, where you're not taking the nachala, says the Gemara, midi Yibam benachla Is Yibam dependent on inheritance? Yivumi. 
Miyavmi, you just do Yibum. Yibum is a mitzvah. Vika nachla shkuli. If there's a nachla because there's no father, take it. Vi'ilai, if there's no nachla, lai shakal. So what's the upshot? What's the halacha lamai? So we'll be passing like the Chachamim or Rabbi Huda. Yosef Rav Chanina Kara Kamei Rav Yanei. Rav Chanina, the Pasuk expert, was sitting before Rav Yanei. The Yosef Kamei, and he was sitting and saying, Halacha Kara Bihuda. So Rav Yanei said, I'm going to say, Go read your Pesukim outside, in Halacha Kara Bihuda. Basically, go jump in a lake, or go fly a kite. Get out of here. Go read your Pesukim outside. You're wrong. Halacha is not like Rav Yehuda. Tani Tana Kamei Rav Nachan, expert in Brises, top of Rav Nachan in Halacha Kriv Yehuda. A Tana, an expert of Brises, top of Rav Nachman, the Halacha is not like Rav Yehuda. Amar so Rav Nachman said, Ela Kaman. So who is the Halacha like? I'm sorry. A Tana to yeah, a Tana taught before Rav Nachman, the Halacha is not like Rav Yehuda. So Rav Nachman said, Get out of here. Who is the halacha like? Like the Rabbanon? Pshita, obviously, Yachav Rabbim, Halacha Karabim. Meaning, I don't believe. Meaning, what you're saying doesn't make sense. You're quoting a Bryce that halacha is not like Rabbi Huda. Of course, halacha is not like Rabbi Huda. Yachav Rabbim, Halacha Karabim. Now, even though there were those who said the halacha is like Rabbi Huda, For the Brisa to say it, Rav Nachman felt was was strange. Amale, so the Tana said, Asami, should I erase it? Because it's not needed? We don't need to say the halacha is like, the halacha is not like Rabbi Yudha? Amale, loy. Rav Nachman said, don't erase it. At halacha asnich. You were taught the halacha is like Rav Nachman, uh, like Rabbi Yudha. Omukshihudikshalach. And you had a kasha. How could it be that the halacha is not like, um, uh, how could it be that halacha is like Rabbi Yudha? Va'afchat. And therefore you flipped around what you learned. And you taught the halacha is not like Rabbi Yudha. But you really learned the halacha was like Rabbi Yehuda, but you were so perturbed by that that you flipped it around and you forgot that you had learned the opposite. You, your new pshat became what it said. However, but that which you turned it around, you're correct, because even though you didn't learn it that way, but that's in fact the correct conclusion that ain halacha ke Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, tomorrow... Tomorrow is Memamad Bez. Next week is a very is Mamish Vinahapaichu. Next week is uh next week there will not be sure Monday night. Uh when there will be sure either Sunday and Wednesday or Matzah Shabbos and Sunday. Next week the Wednesday night share is Tuesday. And Wednesday night, there's a whole special program. Um, but the, the big share next week, uh, the, 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 the Purim share is Tuesday night. Wednesday night is a special program on Partners for Torah. And Dafa Shavuot is going to be either Sunday and Wednesday or Matzah Shabbos and Sunday. I'm going to test you on the schedule uh, right very soon.
Okay, everyone, have a good one. Call to You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.